episode seven and oops this should have been episode eight but we were kind of we were were kind of busy at least i was pretty busy last wednesday when we usually record these things uh we've got a great show for you today uh if we get to it because we got to talk about what happened last week rgb3 how you doing uh, sure as hell, uh, a lot better than you did last Wednesday when you were <laughs> stuck on 35 for like, well, I, I'm just going to let you tell the story from there. Cause I was at, at that point I had power, I had water. I went like 30 hours without no big deal. You know, I, I, I was very lucky, um, with how things played out, you know, no pipes first, no nothing. Um, you not so much. You didn't risk your life repeatedly for no reason at all. You left paradise, <laughs> sir. You made the decision. You actively uh, made the decision to leave Cancun and those awesome cornrows. This was before no cloakroom. This was before everyone's favorite senator from Texas showed up. I I had already left by then. Yeah. He's, so, he he was jealous. Yeah, Ted Cruz was definitely jealous. <laughs> yeah, he came. Did you not see? I posted, you know, I, I don't know if you go into those threads, but I nope, I got me. my hair braided and I looked like the, you know, one of the, the memes that somebody made of him with like Cancun braids. <laughs> well, I fucking had Cancun braids, bro. Yeah, you look like the lead singer from Korn. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can check out those Cancun braids in uh, last week's uh, thread. Uh, or oh. I guess two weeks ago's thread. Um, <laughs> and, and it was building up to be an incredible episode just talking about Cancun because that was dope. Like I, we had such a... It looked awesome. Yeah, we had we had like the baller set up. And the, yeah. all the, they're so safe down there. I know everybody's judging me, but you have to test negative and show a test to check into the hotel. And then they they test you immediately, like upon entry after like temperature checks and all that. And then um, whenever you get your rapid test back, they're like, okay, yeah, you can stay. And then you, they have like an onsite lab. And then you have to get tested at least a, a day before you leave. Damn. And, yeah. And I then, yeah, so like there's, and then it's, it's 50% capacity. And then we, we did the, the faux 20 upgrade. So it's only 420 <laughs> bucks for the whole weekend. And we got like a private swim up pool with a reserved beach cabana and, uh, you know, it was just nuts. So, and you left the, the that routine, willingly. You willingly yeah, left the that. Routine was the routine was wake up in the morning and uh, like hung over. Just maybe not even hung over. Actually, it's still pretty hammered. Walk over <laughs> to this fucking nice restaurant on the beach and order uh like carne asada and huevos, right? Just like oh for God. breakfast, and then they would just bring you out like a, a little, uh, you know. I, I think it was a, a flank steak that they brought out one morning. And then the next morning it was a filet. And then they, you know, all the, they're like elevated eggs, right? Like all super yummy and everything. And then the, this was the cool part about this resort is unless you had one of these rooms with the swim up thing, um, there wasn't a mini bar. They had like Cokes and beer and shit, but no liquor in the rooms. 
unless you were in one of these rooms. And then they just gave you a bottle of uh, either tequila, rum, or vodka. You get to choose one a day. And so you go to breakfast, then you come back to the room. And if you're not, if you're in Cancun and you don't have your own mug that you bring with you, you're doing it fucking wrong. Right, you got to bring a big thirty-two ounce insulated bubba keg. thing. Yeah, bubba keg. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you just get to. They'll put whatever the fuck you ask them to put in it. Right. I mean, so I'll tell you what I had in mind. But uh, you get back to the room. We had ordered pineapple juice ahead of time, and just did rum and pineapples in the morning, and then just like hung out at our pool before like they were serving alcohol and stuff. Our pool, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah and then you know, like all. a beached yeah. whale, just like roll off of my chair and swim across my little private pool and walk down to a different restaurant that served a whole fish of the day, like fresh caught, and they just they, they you know they show you the fish, and then they cook it up for you, and they bring it out, and it's just it was awesome. So all of this is really cool. I'm getting on demand. Uh, <laughs> that my big, big old cup full of cerveza clara con un chingo de limón y un poquito de sal. And that's a, like, so that means, you know, like a whatever, a tecate or they had Dos Equis at the resort and a fuckload of lime and a little bit of salt. And so I was doing those for a bit. And then I was like, man, fuck this. I'm just going to put mezcal in these bitches too. Oh, God. <laughs> You're already you're you're hitting the warm by noon. <laughs> oh, dude, it was I was so fucking hammered, and it was great. Uh, so the the mezcal there was actually uh, pretty good. Um, they only had one one kind of mezcal, and it was from Juarez, but it was it was super super delicious. Um, and so you know, the great weekend. Uh, got laid, you know. Congrats. First time, I imagine. Yeah, first time, yeah. <laughs> well, you have a kid, uh, so it's second time. Congrats, yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we're we we're kind of like, you know, not that we want to go interact with other people, but it was very much like the only people we had seen are the staff, right? And so we decided to venture out, and we went to the swim-up pool bar. But meanwhile, right? Meanwhile, everybody's fucking freezing their dicks off. Texas, oh yeah i right? was so I, it's it's awful pissed. here it's awful here <laughs> it's fucking freezing rain the gigantic crash in fort worth happens you know this is like the precursor to the the fucking really bad part which we're not even to that part of the story yet, oh yeah but. not even close yeah i was pissing you at that point you're posting pictures of fish and i'm sitting there you know wearing thermals and i'm like what the hell's going on right here like <laughs> there's something messed up you know <laughs> Eventually, the, the karma catches up, I guess, is what we'll say. <laughs> I guess so. So I, I'm going to get into the four types of fun. I learned about those um, this week, and I'll, I'll explain those. So, uh, but just so everybody knows, Cancun is type one fun. So you'll understand what that means in a little bit. The, so we, we, you know, we escape the, our little, you know, individualized area, and we, we go to the swim-up bar with... Um, you know, the rest of the resort, which is, by the way, only 50% capacity. So it's like totally empty. And, um, you know, I, I'm speaking Spanish with the guys down there. They don't ever get to really just shoot the shit with somebody. And we're just like hanging out with the bartenders. And I was asking them about like all the drinks and, you know, getting their stories and stuff. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see, you know, them like flagging down the the bartender and like yelling for him. And it's this young couple from there was a lot of people from like Michigan and weird places. 
and uh, I mean, this girl was smoking hot, right? And this, 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 uh, they, they were trying to get the bartender to rub sunscreen on her ass. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, hammered, right? This guy threw up in the pool, like he was fucking, he was just completely shit faced. And they were trying to get the bartender, this like nice, like 24 year old guy who like went to college for hospitality and like get landed this sick job that like only old timers have. And they're trying to get him to rub sunscreen on this like pretty smoking hot girl's ass. And he's like, I like my job, right? (laughs) I cannot do that. There's a moral decision. I will get fucking fired immediately. (laughs) It's a moral uh, versus a versus professional decision to be made right there. Yeah. So, so anyway, he, he, you know, he keeps blowing them off, but they're, they're very persistent. And then I just started talking shit about them in Spanish with these guys. Right. Like I was just like, and then so I had them cracking up and and dying laughing and stuff. Chinga to Madre, right? That's that's all. That's yeah, like yeah. The that's, that's, all, that's all. That's all I was saying. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, this girl, and you know, everybody's wearing masks. Um, you know, when you're when you're walking around in the pool, if you weren't like swimming, swimming, people had masks on and stuff. Um, not these people. And she <laughs> she just I don't know. She like ninja around and fucking like got between me and my wife who were sitting like at the far end of the swim up bar, like in kind of a nook and like puts her hands around both of us. And is just like breathing in our faces. (laughs) (laughs) I, I was like, get the fuck away from us. What is wrong with you? Uh, And then, you know, she's, she's wasted, you know, she starts crying and I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, you just need to fucking, there's signs all over the place. Social distance, you know, get the, get the fuck away from me and my wife. <laughs> At least the mezcal probably killed all the COVID germs. I think that's the secret. Yeah. That's, that's really what people are being vaccinated with is just straight mezcal to the dome. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah. So, you know, we, we, whatever wrap up there and stuff. Um, and, uh, n- no funny stories. Um, from there but but they did give me the mezcal worm in in like a shot glass before i i left and had to i definitely took that yeah you absolutely have to write a passage so uh okay so the last day we wake up it's like eight or nine a.m there and they are eastern time and uh i got up and was taking a <laughs> nice big jacuzzi bath because we have like a two-person hot tub <laughs> <laughs> And my phone fucking goes off and it's like, you know, your flight to Austin has been canceled for today. Not the Dallas leg, but oh, the Aust- Dallas to Austin leg. And I was like, oh, how bad is this fucking storm? Right. And so then I got on Surly and I was I, it, at that point, it had like Armageddon had begun. Right. What day is this? Like, this is Monday. Oh, yeah. Monday. Yeah. At this yeah. point, you couldn't even Monday, text me. Armageddon. Yeah, no cell phone service, no Wi-Fi, no heat, no power. Like, yeah, you couldn't even text anybody in Texas. Yeah, and I was in my room in this fucking two-person jacuzzi, right? (laughs) And I was like, reading the thread, and I was like, man, fuck this. We're not going back. We'll just, like, tack on some more days here. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going back. And uh, my wife, so we, we had left. This is our first trip away from, this is like our, like, whatever. I don't know if they have a name for it. The first trip Baby you take moon without or your something? kid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Baby Paradise? Moon. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, she is freaking out and, like, wants to get home and see the kid. I, and I, you know, I want to see the kid, too, but I'm not 
turning my brain off and saying, let's go into a fucking, let's, let's fly into the eye of the storm. It's hard Honey, to make a decision when I'm in a jacuzzi, you know, put some yeah. ice on my balls and see what happens. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of needing to make plans pretty quick at this point because my wife has, has gone completely hysterical and is like, we need, we need to leave because if we don't, we had already had our negative COVID test and she didn't want to risk getting a false positive or something. Cause then you have to stay in Mexico for two weeks. Like mm. it, it's not optional. You have to quarantine. Um, and so <laughs> I was like, we can go to the airport and try and fly standby. And that's where I fucked up. That's where I fucked up. Uh, because our flight definitely got fucking canceled. But guess what? We got out on the fucking early flight because we went standby and everybody bailed on the flight and was like, we're not flying back to this fucking ice storm. <laughs> you're, just fl- nope. you're just sitting in the jet by yourself. Just <laughs> Yep. I'm a Mac and, and his wife definitely just, you know, fly back in to, to Dallas. Now, the DFW airport, I, I want to say, is absolutely fucking phenomenal. The the facilities they have, they were up and running, no problem. They were taking jets off. They had the de-icers going. Um, we ended up getting, like, the second-to-last room in, in the Grand High. Like, everything was fucked. I had, I had a hotel room booked in uh, Las Colinas, uh, and then another one booked, like, right outside the airport. And nothing had power, right? We landed, and, and there was no electricity or running water, in the town, right? <laughs> it was fucked, and I was like, I booked it for the the Grand Hyatt, and just like went up in the lobby, and I was like, "Do you guys have a room?" And they were like, "We have two left," and I was like, "I'll take one." <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't care what take it them costs. both. It, it. costs it costs more than the fucking. It's another Hyatt, right? The resort we stayed at in, in Mexico was a Hyatt, um, and this one's a Hyatt, and they cost about the same per night for the the baller experience. Versus uh, having electricity and running water. There's no free. Uh, there's no free bottle of menthol. Yeah, one of three hotels within within ninety miles, right? Oh. And uh, and just get fucked for four hundred dollars a night to to <laughs> hunker down in Dallas. Uh, the good news is we we had some. Yeah, you know, like we would have stayed with friends and stuff. Number one, though, the roads were just insane. Yeah. Um, but number two. Even if we did get out to our friends, all of them didn't have fucking power and water either. Like, Doesn't matter. like all, all over the place. Yeah. So um, we actually had people come stay with us. Uh, and, and, you know, that's when I started. I landed, I think, or even that morning, uh, I started that thread uh, about like, if you if you really need help, like post in, in this thread. Um, and I did not think that I was going to be a person posting in that thread. Yeah, you were a main. You're a main character in that thread. <laughs> you're the you're the protagonist in that thread. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm just I'm just ready to get fucked for a week at 400 a night, at, so that we can just wait it out and then get on a plane and fly back to Austin. You know, this whole time, even if we would have been able to drive down like Monday and Tuesday when the roads were like frozen solid. Um, there, we live kind of out in in the hill country, and we live off of like an unmaintained county road, and and there was no Good way, luck. like our neighborhood, uh, yeah, the the listserv that we have, they people were asking, hey, you know, can you can you get out? And they were like, no, we tried to take the dually with chains, and it it ain't happening. <laughs> and they were like, but we do, we did get out with an ATV and a gator. Oh well, 
And so you could have, if you had like a UTV or an ATV, that's like, that's how impassable the road, the last four mile stretch from 290 to my house is that. And so uh, I was like, even if we get to Austin, we can't go home. And home, you know, because we lived out, you know, in this rural, I think at least, right? There's only 150 homesteads on about 10,000 acres around us. There's a bunch of ranches, like big ones. And I think that we're all on the same circuit and they, we were so far down the list of power draw because there's just no population density yeah. that they were like, just leave those fucking people yeah, alone. Fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were one of the, the, whatever the 30% of people in Texas that didn't get their power turned off. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm positive it's because we're just like out in boonies. Cause like the, the neighborhood adjacent to us, heritage Oaks, they had their shit turned off. Right. And there is literally only a, there, there's two cul-de-sacs that like back up to each other. That's like how different the neighborhoods are. But their neighborhood is like quarter acre lots and and whatever. And ours is like minimum of two. <laughs> with, with maximum of, you know, like several thousand. So, it, yeah, I, I guess that played a big part in keeping electricity. So meanwhile, this this child that we mentioned earlier in the story, completely safe. He's just having like the best, like, you know, Throwing lizard time. Snowman. They've got tons of food, tons of milk yeah. for days. You know, we way over planned <laughs> and uh, we definitely could have stayed in fucking Cancun. Yeah. yeah, definitely could have fucking stayed in Cancun. So I think everybody knows where this is going. The Wednesday when Austin said they didn't cancel any the afternoon flights. Uh, it was actually above freezing for most of the night, like from four in the morning um, at, at the airport until, you know, like all day, like it didn't dip below freezing from four in the morning. And we were like, well, for sure, like we'll be able to fly out today. And so we would like get out, get to the gate. And like, right when we walk up to the gate, they cancel the flight and they cancel <laughs> all the flights in Austin, right? Austin's still closed. They're not going to open until Thursday. Uh, you know, now we fast forward through history. They didn't even open until Friday, I think. Um, but uh, which means I could have stayed in Cancun until Friday, but yeah, easy. We're Maybe at the gate, can. and she 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 just goes apoplectic, right? She just full fucking meltdown. Like nothing's gonna stop her from seeing her baby. I'm gonna yeah. rent a car and fucking drive to Austin. It's the mom guilt. Yeah, and, my my wife would walk through fucking ten miles yeah. or so, easy. <clears throat> like. And everybody's like, why don't you talk sense and like just refuse? And it was like, no, she was going to rent a car by herself because she is a 30 plus year old woman who can rent a car if she wants to. You can't detain them. Yeah, she doesn't need my fucking permission as her husband to rent a car. And I was like, okay, uh, yeah. Guess we're doing it. You're not a good driver when it's dry. Yeah. Like, so I'm not going to let you just intentionally kill yourself on the way to Austin. <laughs> so, so I go and I'm like, fuck it. We're going to rent a car on the way over there. The, the nice bus ladies like, yeah, they're not doing one way rentals. And I was like, fuck. Now I have to drive all the way back to Dallas oh to drop God. this car up. You didn't Cause I'm thinking in my brain, I'm thinking in my brain, like what the fuck am I getting myself into? Um, and you know, nobody has any cars. And, and and that's why they stopped doing the one ways is because everybody got out early and there was no cars for the DFW airport. Right. They still had cars for like the reservations and stuff. But like for the DFW airport, I've never seen the car rental lot so empty. Um, anyway, all the cars get rented um, that have all wheel drive 
or that they were comfortable renting to anybody. And uh, we were next in line, right? We were in separate lines and my wife was behind this guy. And this guy happens, I'm not going to say the company he works for or even kind of like the industry he's in, but you know, he was on a business trip and he was speaking at a conference that happened at one of the big hotels downtown. And super, super nice guy. We're going to call him Larry. Um, and so Larry turns around, sees my wife is fucking apoplectic, melting down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just completely non-functional. And he's like, are you going to Austin? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, well, you can ride with me because this is the last car. And she was like, well, my husband has to come too, right? And I've got, here comes me in my <laughs> fucking Cancun braids. Tell me you had the I'm braids. just fucking pissed off. I don't want to, I didn't want to fucking, this is what we call type four fun. So what is type, what are, what are all these types of fun, right? So type one fun is the kind of fun that you have when you plan something fun and then it turns out that it was fun. Right. It's just your standard type of fun. Type two fun is you intend to go into something being fun. It wasn't fun while you were doing it. But then after when you reflect on it, it's fun. Right. Uh, that's type two fun. Type three fun is you what you go in trying to have fun. It wasn't fun while you were having it. And then afterwards, it still was never defined as fun. <laughs> right. So type three fun is pretty bad. Type four fun remembers what I took part in here. <laughs> Type four fun is you know it's not going to be fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> it will never all. be fun. Hey, but get it will what? never be fun. It's content, baby. That's what we're looking for. We're podcast yeah. hosts now. We're it's you awful. know this is what we're looking for. We're looking for yeah, type four fun that we can turn so, into type one fun for so, the for the folks. <laughs> so we are engaged in significant type four fun. We're about to get in a car with a fucking stranger named Larry who's on a business trip and his flight got canceled as well. So he's like, fuck it. I have to present. And we get in the car with that guy who, by the way, had like insane status. And they were like, pick any car that you want. So we got to pick like the safest car to drive in. And so uh, we, we all pile in and, you know, we start to, we're all wearing masks and everything. And I'm like, have to sit in the front. So he doesn't feel like an Uber driver. <laughs> just chauffeuring you <laughs> yeah awesome. yeah even though he is kind of just chauffeuring us um and uh it, you know we start conversing you know who are you where are you from all that kind of stuff and so this guy's from upstate new york he grew up in like ice storms and shit and we're like oh good so you know how to drive in this stuff because um and he was like yeah so we're, we're fine and i was like all right great um we take off and the roads at this point, right, it, it had been above freezing and the roads were bad, but they were not uh, a sheet. They were not like an ice skating rink, right? They were they were thought out. They were slushy on the highways. The highways had mostly been cleared by this point. Um, and so getting out on 35, it was like one lane was almost always kind of uh, almost dry. But if it wasn't, it had like significant slushy. I would say... Careful driving, right? If you know what you're doing in, in ice and snow, like real shit, not like roads in Colorado, like back back roads in Colorado and shit. Like if you've, if you've actually driven on ice before, it, it wasn't all that bad. 
um, at this point because it was it was all mostly slushy and and if you kind of watch what you're doing, you would be fine. And so we were going like 40, 45 on 35 um, and cruising. And occasionally every now and then there would just be an 18 wheeler that just trucks by us at like 70, just like barreling down the, 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 the side that looks like ice. And we're like, this is fucking, I was just like, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. This is the dumbest fucking thing. I, I was like, let's just get out and like, let's just go to a gas station and stop because this is fucking crazy. Like, we're going to die. And uh, we wanted to, but all of the off ramps were impassable, right? They were, they were, you couldn't even see the road, right? That's how thick the ice was on these things. And so it was like, you get off and you don't know if you can even, right? Because none of the gas stations were like right off. It's like the loves and, you know, all that kind of shit. And so it's all like, you know, the big hills for the off ramps and stuff. And and so we're just stuck. Like, we're just going to go and we're just going to make it to Austin. So, of <laughs> course, we're all gas, no brakes. <laughs> yeah. So Larry's telling us, you know, Larry's an ultra marathoner or, or some shit like that. Right. He uh, ran in, in D1 track. Uh, this guy ran a four minute and 13 second mile in college. Damn. Yeah. And so, like, this guy... I, is is telling us all this stuff and that's really great. And I'm just kind of like filing it in my brain. And I'm like, if we get stuck, like this guy's going to have to He's run gonna and fucking get just shit. tow you guys. Just, <laughs> yeah. just grab a rope to him and just let him fucking pull you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> God damn. So we're, we're going and we, you know, we're, we're just going to drive. We're just going to drive through and we were making pretty decent time. Um, we left Dallas at one 30, one fifteen ish in the afternoon, and we were in Gerald at four thirty, right? So it's not like dry road time, but like we were not making bad time, right? I thought we were going to record the podcast that night. You were like, "Oh yeah, we're in Gerald. Like we'll be home soon. No big yeah, deal." Yeah, yeah. I thought we were because we had a friend in Austin that had power. We knew we were going to stay with him, and like I was like, "Fuck yeah, we can record tonight." Um. And as soon, literally, I think right after I sent you that text message, it was immediate. I was like, oh, dude, like I texted him two hours later and I was like, dude, we haven't moved in two hours. Yeah. But I was like, do you know anything? Can you get, cause I was at this point we're stopped and, um, you know, my phone has enough battery, but like, I didn't know. I was already prepped for the worst, right? I was like prepped to like get in a big fucking crash and have to walk like six miles and then. Right, figure out how to stay somewhere that didn't have electricity or tow trucks. That's like where my head started with this journey, type four fun. And this, we're not too far fucking far off, right? Because we are like poised for like another FedEx in Fort Worth moment thing. We're like sandwiched between 18 wheelers. We're the only car that's not an 18 wheeler. And there is nothing in sight besides just tractor trailers. Um, And we say fuck this and we like snuck between two like these guys left the gap and we snuck between a couple and i guess this was what they designed because they like corralled all the cars in this one area and then the rest of it was just trucks but like cars had like this little area that they i guess the truckers kind of planned on letting the cars have and so there was just a big line of cars um and uh i was 
not freaking out at this point, but I was like, something's wrong. Something's like real bad. There was a bad accident. Um, I hope they get it cleared. At this point, the roads were still kind of slushy, right? I got out to take a piss. When you get out, it was still wet, you know, like sloppy and like you didn't want it in your shoes and stuff like that. Uh, me, like we're stopped on 35. It's like, that's what it is on 35. And so whatever, take a piss. We're kind of like making jokes about how we're going to like capture snow to drink water and, and stuff like that. Cause we're just like, Oh, they're going to clean it up. An- another hour goes by. And, uh, I am like, I'm going to check Surly and see if like somebody knows if something like really bad happened on the news or like we started checking all the news sites, nothing on Twitter, nothing anywhere. And I was like, what the fuck is going on, right? We've been sitting on 35 for three hours. There's no way that, like, the world just doesn't know that. There was a line. So I called 911 because I was trying to call DPS, but it was after hours. Um, And I tried to call TxDOT, and it was after hours. And so I just had to call 911. And I was like, hey, uh, are are you guys aware (laughs) that 35 hasn't moved in three hours? Done. Like, are you, is, is, are, are, is somebody in law enforcement in the state of Texas aware of that? And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, are you, am I the fucking first person after three hours to call 911 to say, and she was like, oh no, I think somebody called and said there were like some jackknife trailers and they were like working on cleaning them up. And so I was like, okay, whatever. So it was a bad accident. They, you know, I'm looking at the road and I'm like, God damn, they probably have to shut down 35 northbound to even get tow trucks in right because how are you going to get tow trucks in? i think in? they it's did i think they did end up shutting down northbound too yeah yeah and so uh i was like that's why it's taken forever they'll they'll have it cleared in a little bit another hour goes by and then my wife calls 911 and is like hey uh is that accident still there and the guy was like what are you talking about and it's like how the fuck do none of these people know um anyway that guy wasn't helpful and i was like Psh. We burned two of our 911 calls, right? <laughs> and Larry here is, I was like, you've got your 911 to spare, bud. You know, we got to save it. Um, at this point, I am actually strategizing, like, w- like abandoning the car. Because um, it was 20, it was 25 degrees out. Um, we were turning the car, because at this point, right, it was very obvious that we didn't know how long we were going to be there. Um, and we weren't going to idle the car if we didn't have, like, we needed to save gas. And so at that point, I was like, I'm going to make a plan in case we just have to fucking ditch this car and and walk somewhere, right? We have to find somewhere to walk that's within five miles. And so we're outside, we're at the mile marker past uh, the, the Jarrett city limit sign. And so I, Gerald's out of power, uh, but one of the gas stations, I don't even remember which one, had power. And I was like, you know, hey, do you guys have, you know, like drinking water and um, she was like, no, we sold out of drinking water like forever ago. <laughs> and I was like, do you guys still have sodas? And she was like, yeah, we got fuckloads of sodas. <laughs> you have I guess beer nobody was buying. That's all no, yeah, yeah. Nobody was buying Mountain Dew and beer, apparently. Yeah, it dehydrated um, at this point. <laughs> fucking. And then she was like, we do have hot showers still. And, you know, we've got a generator and we're, we'll have electricity. And I was like, fuck, yeah, this is our escape plan. Right. Um, and that was a that would have been like a four mile walk. But whatever right i mean i think that's doable we we had warm enough clothes to to make that happen even though we only packed for cancun we we, we <laughs> like layer up <laughs> my wife could put enough swimsuit cover-ups on yeah. snow uh, in your dreads and <laughs> <laughs> just open in there. yeah 
So, yeah, so at this point, I took the I, this is when I took the braids out because it was like it was getting real fucking cold, and my like braids were not appropriate for uh, uh, as a hairstyle. Over, you just snapped them yeah. off. So after I make that plan, I'm like, we have to find out how long we're going to be here. So like, we need to make a call whether to to execute plan, leave the car on the highway, um, or leave this fucking guy alone who I don't know, who I have no fucking ties to, and I'll just leave because I don't need to stay with the car. <laughs> I didn't want to be that guy, but I'm also not going to fucking sit here and freeze to death with you. I, I don't know who the fuck you are. Um, and so I call all the wreckers in in the Gerald area. And, you know, this one guy answers and he's clearly like at the accident. Like it's fucking loud and beep, beep, you know, like fucking sounds like a construction site. And, you know, he answers the phone with whatever record service. And I was like, hey, do you know what is going on on southbound 35 around the Gerald city limit sign? And he was like, oh, boy. He was like, I've never seen anything like this. He was like, this is this is the doomsday scenario. <laughs> he literally said that. <laughs> he was like, there is about 15 to 20 jackknifed 18-wheelers strewn about, right? Just all jacked up into each other, just fucking torn to shreds, whatever. And he was like, I've never seen anything like this. And he was like, and that is on regular roads where we can get here. And he's My like, God. I'm the only one out here. And there is, I was like, so do you think like, how long are we going to be here? Like hours? And he was like, I can't get this until like March. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> We're going to be here all night. And so I get off the phone with this guy and I turn to the, the other passengers in the vehicle and I am like, we're going to be here all fucking night. So like you guys need to get ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. And then I was like, y'all go to sleep, do whatever, turn the fucking car off, like get clothes out of the suitcases and like start bundling up and like cover the windows and and shit. And uh, that's when I, I, I texted you. I was like, dude, is there fucking anything? Like, is there anything? And then I guess you texted your buddy yeah, I called him. So yeah, so yeah. I work in logistics and um I somehow I don't work in a part of logistics where I deal with TechSot ever, but I actually have a contact who I use to for hazardous shit. Um basically he's he's the guy if if there's a hazardous cleanup, I need to call him and tell him, "Hey, look, you know, somebody dropped a just a shit ton of diesel, like <laughs> flammable diesel on 610. Uh you need, you know, what's going on?" Um so I call him and he's like, oh, no, I haven't heard anything about it. It's like, uh, can you hear something about it? <laughs> he's like, sure. He called me back right away and he said, yeah, uh, turns out nobody in my office has heard anything about this. And this is like six hours in. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, like six hours in. He's he's like, oh, yeah, well, I guess there are some people out there right now. And I guess Texas heading that way. I was like, uh, are you sure? Like, is this is this? is this a real thing? Like, is it just like a one truck? He's like, no, it's like snowmageddon. Like it's bad. I was like, <laughs> how is, how is this just now? Like I, I, I literally asked him, why is this not on the news? He's like, do you think a news truck would make it out there? I was like, Oh, I guess that's a good fucking point. But I was like, it's an entire major highway just down. 
So yeah, the lifeblood, the lifeblood of the American economy from the southern border is shut the fuck down both ways. Yeah, for okay. uh, for a, a third of a day, unseemly and, amount of time. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, the amount of commerce. Lo- I mean, I, we'll we'll get into that. So anyway, the the I guess DPS gets their shit together and Textot shows up. By the way, um. For some people, fun fact, right? I helped build the drivetexas.org site. And I know how fucking easy it is to update where an accident is. Text.dot didn't update this thing. And, and right, I like built it. So, like, I fucking know. <laughs> Hit a button. <laughs> like, there's just nobody fucking put anything in there on Waze. Nobody knew shit. Nobody posted anything in Waze. There was everybody, people close that probably looking at the accident. Nobody said shit on Waze. Google Maps. We had, had I had to like, yeah, I put my 911 updates into Waze and everybody was like, oh my God, thank you. I got like a, a billion rep on Waze, which I'm oh sure is, is as worthless as the rep on Surly. Yeah, congratulations. But, you can still get Carl bombed from the, <laughs> from Waze. <laughs> so well, yeah, Google Maps had it, but they didn't say what it was. And that's what I was confused. Like when you when you posted that, I was like, okay. I just literally typed in Jarrell, Texas in, into, into Google Maps thinking like, okay, I'm going to pop up and I'll be able to tell Rick exactly what it is. They had nothing. It was just too dark. They were, they were maroon lines. They were so fucking dark red. They weren't even just like, oh yeah, light traffic. But they didn't tell you like, it's a wreck. It's It was just like, hey, it, it, they just wrote you're fucked on the bottom of it and just called it a day. Yeah, well, so it's important for Drive Texas to update this website because they did not update 35 southbound or northbound with a closure. And so what ended up happening, and this is really fucked up, and this is how fucked up everything is um, right now. They they didn't know, and they didn't tell anybody, and it turned into a 40-mile-long backup. Like, there was, there was cars parked for eight hours on interstate 35 in sub freezing temperatures on a road that was not cleared. So all of that was refrozen for 40 miles. Now unreal. Behind us. That's behind us. So I didn't realize we were only three miles away. We were fucking three miles away from just missing the entire thing. Oh my God. But of course not. Right. We lived through this and this horrible, horrible, whatever. They cost the Surly Horns podcast listeners an entire episode. We would have had such great content. (laughs) <laughs> but we're we should have recorded we could we could have recorded like six episodes just live um, from i'm a max yeah. frozen ass fucking car <laughs> i actually thought about it right because it would have been it would have been kind of funny um it i you know that could have had the potential to be type three fun at that yeah. point um, but humor. i still think it would have been type three fun which is the worst kind of fun type four fun is beyond the worst kind of fun um so I, I guess DPS gets involved and and they, right, once they show up, they have their shit together. This fucking wreck moves, right? They get this fucking thing taken care of. I don't know if they just said, don't take care of these trucks, just literally shove them into ditches. Because that's what it looked like when we passed. They were like, just get these motherfuckers off the road so we can, and so they uh, sanded and salted and had brine trucks going uh, northbound and southbound during this like five mile stretch after um, basically two miles into Gerald, um, but before Georgetown, and then all the way to, to basically the other side of Georgetown. And I, I shit you not, like when we started going, like everything started moving a little bit, a little bit, and DPS was 18-wheelers. You're not allowed to drive. They were just, you're fucking off the road. You're fucking off the road. You're fucking off the road. And so it was surreal, dude. 
we drove from, like I said, two miles uh, past the, the Gerald exit or the, the, the Gerald city limit sign. And it was just lined with 18 wheelers until we got like maybe five miles north of Round Rock. Just all both sides of the road, not too deep or anything, just in, in the left lane of traffic and the right lane of traffic, 18 wheelers, not allowed to move. You could have like your engine on for like your, your sleeper cabin. And, and, but everybody that had a sleeper mandatory pulled off the road. Yeah, they probably had uh, they probably hit their hours, too, which is probably part of it. I mean, they probably had to sit there for an additional 12, 13, 14 hours on top of what they had been sitting on. Yeah, so it was uh, it, that. But I've never seen that much parked milk, uh, you know, trucks full of groceries that probably went bad. I, who knows? Yeah, right. Frozen still. As long as those trucks are frozen, <laughs> it'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, who knows what, you know, how much I, I passed. Cause I mean, it was, that's a good 30, what, 25 mile stretch of just straight up 18 wheelers parked back to back to back in two lanes on both sides. Crazy. And the only people they were letting through were cars and the roads are solid ice, right? They are fucked solid ice. That refroze because nobody was driving on it. And so until we got, I guess, past 130 exit, then the roads, I guess, you know, the city of Austin had treated like or Round Rock and all them had treated up to there. And so Round Rock was actually pretty good. And then 35, like past Round Rock was like literally fucking dry road. We were three miles away from just not getting fucked out of that whole thing. And then we still weren't home, right? We were still in the car with Larry. So Larry is going to his hotel and we have to like give him directions and stuff. Trying to pull a devil's um, freeway. <laughs> yeah. And, well, so we, we were going to have him just drop us off at like a, a gas station on like 35 and, and Stastny and have my friend who we're staying with just come get us. Cause he lives up in that area. Um, and we were like, fuck it. Well, he has no idea where he's going. And, and this guy just like shit bricks. And like, this like, oh, we were sure. just, yeah, we were all through this like fucking horrible experience together we'll navigate him to his trauma buddies yeah trauma well yeah and he, he this whole time he's like i'm not fucking my boss his boss called him like six times and was like fucking apologizing it was like crazy anyway uh, <laughs> it was it was so funny that they he was like i'm fucking i'm leaving this car i'm leaving this car in austin i'm not driving it back to Fuck dallas because they weren't doing the one-way things for sure and and he was like i don't care my company is paying for it. He's like, I'm not driving back. Right. So he's scared. And like, this is a very intense situation. So we were like, we'll, we'll get him to where he never has to drive this car ever again. Right. (laughs) And then, and then we'll part ways from there. We're waiting in the hotel lobby for my friend to come get me. And he's got, you know, an F-150 King Ranch, like a 2020, like, they have ice mode. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) You don't need that. (laughs) You don't need that in Texas. (laughs) We thought. (laughs) <laughs> we fucking thought. Yeah, so he comes get us in his ice mode truck with, you know, all-terrain tires that is, is actually, you know, on the drive back, I was like, this is actually, this actually does not feel unsafe. <laughs> um, so we make it back to, to his place, crash, and and still, you know, can't get home for another day and a half. And then uh, he, he takes us out here um, whenever the roads seem kind of like fine enough. And, you know, we, we walk in the door and... My son is just uh, cl- completely fucking clueless because he's a, a, a brain-dead 15-month-old. <laughs> Has no idea what's going on and is just like, this has been awesome! And now my parents just got home? Fuck yeah! 
so that was that was like a really cool feeling, you know. Um, but I wish that that would have happened where I was. I you know I would have rather have gotten second degree sunburns from being passed out drunk on the beach in Cancun. You just smell like and coming all. home and being like, "Don't hug me, son." Than what we fucking experienced. You're just too hungover to hug your child. Instead, you just. You just sat there and froze your fucking balls off for just hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. Yeah, and so it turns out, you know, we we have a well. Nothing, literally, nothing happened at at the this little place that we've got here. And, and you could have been in. My kid just had an awesome snow weekend. Yes, and with a raging fire in the fireplace. Snow weekend for the kid could have been Cancun Cancun for you, but just instead you went through fucking ice hell. Type four fun. <laughs> Yeah, for fun. that's that's yeah that's you know uh i would say all gas no brakes but i think that's just all brakes just that's, no gas whatsoever <laughs> that's uh that's that's fucking charlie strong shit dude oh yeah that's that, like fucking worse just yeah not never never a chance for winning season um that's how bad that that, that there was no it was type three fun at at it was it was always type four fun right it was type three fun at best in some parts. After leaving the type one. <laughs> I guaranteed type one too, right? Guaranteed type one. Oh yeah. Private beach. Nothing wrong with that. Or tri- private pool. All right. We got other shit to talk about. Oh, um, hey, Texas. That th- things. That yeah, let's talk about what happened. Like not in my little corner of the world, but like at, on the rest of the skate scale. Like I, I talked about the economic damage that I saw with my own eyes on 35. That was only a smidgen. Oh, for of, sure. Of the total damages. For sure. I, I can't imagine. I mean, just seeing uh, like buddy, like some of my buddies, they're, they're, you know, one pipe burst and it's in their attic. And now just, just raining water on everything. Um, I mean, you're, I can't imagine how much money plumbers are making during this because it's crazy. I, I would have, you know, people texting me like, Hey, do you have this t- type of PVC? It's like, first of all, I'm like the least handy guy on the fucking planet. No, I don't have that type of PVC. What are you talking about? It's, it's, it's wild. And like, that's basically all I did this entire ice weekend was, or ice week was just run, drip my faucets and check them like a fucking crazy person. It, just hourly. It, you make sure that they didn't freeze up. Um, I had one freeze up. My uh, father-in-law, he has this, it literally strips fucking paint off of cars. He came up and he held it to the bricks on my spigot, shot out a bunch of ice. Other than that, it's, you know, the, the RGB3 household was great. Um, but the amount of damage that those fuckers at ERCOT, I mean, people have already resigned, but some people need to go to fucking jail. And I'm not trying to get yeah, somebody court. needs to. I feel like somebody needs to go to jail for this. Uh, if not, if not many people, people yeah. are dying. People fucking died. Like, no, gal- people died. Yeah. People straight up. People straight up froze to death in their sleep. 11 year old kid in Conroe just fucking died. Like, that's not fucking cool, man. Like, somebody's got to fucking go to jail for that shit. It's, you know, and I, I want to, you know, we tr- we try to keep this podcast as lighthearted as possible, but. Like this was a fucking event and I'm tired of living through life changing events. You know, it's, you know, it's been three years since Harvey and Harvey fucked everybody up in Houston. And now this shit, like uh, for some people it was different. You know, this was worse than Harvey for me, for most of my friends. 
I mean, oh, the, for it, everybody, this is. I think this is going to be the worst disaster that has ever happened in, in recorded history in Texas. It's awful. It's and, it's the the we we won't even know for sure the the real economic impact for probably three weeks on and, on the rest of the country. Not like we know Texas, like yeah. and, and some of Texas right now. It's still going, but yeah, it's it's crazy. And um, speaking of the Surly Horns listeners, especially the ones in Houston, at least for now. Uh, do turn off your auto pay on your energy and your water bills now. As you're listening, turn off your auto pay because for your water, if you live in at least Harris County, I don't know if it's the greater Houston area, but you are going to pay what you paid last month. So if you had a pipe burst, if you were even dripping your faucets a, a fuck ton, you're going to pay what you paid last month. So make sure you turn off your auto pay before you know they just take that money out of your pocket. Um, turn off your auto pay. Same with your energy. So if you weren't under contract, they're working on a bunch of some kind of fucking stimulus plan, disaster relief, some kind of shit like that. Turn off your auto pay. Don't pay that shit. There's going to be nobody coming to shut off your energy, anything like that. Just make sure you turn off your auto pay now otherwise you're going to get charged a fuck ton when you don't need to be and uh i i think that you know anybody who is still out there that may be struggling log on you know there's a thread for it uh and we'll we'll just get you help we're here to help yeah absolutely yeah we're here to help you know um any anything that we can do um that that that's what you know that's why we're such a great community um, at Surly Horns. So, you know, I, I, I've thought it was fantastic just seeing all the people that posted in that thread, um, about, you know, people that just needed firewood and people would drive 20 miles to just go bring somebody firewood. Um, it fantastic, you know, and that's, and that's, if anything, Texas, that's what we are. We're a community. Um, and Surly Horns, I think is a great part of that. So make sure you are putting it out there. And, and if you're in need, you know, people are there to help. Um, you know, speaking of people help, you know, Michael Huff, uh, I mean, he was, he was fantastic. You know, he was paying for it in Dallas and Houston, our boy Grant Pinkerton partnered with him, uh, you know, passing out, you know, thousands of barbecue plates uh, to people that needed it because, you know, that's where they, were they, were they the candy paint ribs? They had to have been imagine, <laughs> imagine when you were sitting at, at, in your car, in your rental car at Jarrell, Texas, if you had just a slab of candy paint ribs, things would look a little brighter, right? <laughs> I, I'd, have, I'd have been like, hey, you guys need to turn away while I jerk off a little bit after I finish this <laughs> Just put a little extra candy on them paint ribs. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we should probably move past the ice, and let's get to something that people might actually enjoy you know instead of reflecting under the the negatives and you know i i hope this you know served as um you know somewhat of a look into our lives of what's gone on and i'm sure a lot of you had you know a lot more experiences um with this shit uh i really want to i would love to in the podcast thread you know tell us your stories um we would love to you know hear some of those as well because it this is a you know it's a lifetime event um, and what are we here for besides lifetime events? So yeah, I'd love to hear anybody else's icy stories. I don't know if it's as good as uh, I'm a max. Well, we're here for all Gasco breaks, winning national championships, yeah, year one of Steve Sarkeesian's fucking tenure. Holy shit! That. This guy is the fucking gift that keeps on giving. I keep being like, ah, you know, it's gonna the shine's gonna wear off. The shine's gonna wear off on on Sark. All Gasco and 
it's all gas fucking no brakes it's uh, it's it's pretty good so what what else did we have go on right i mean it, so we had crazy ice storm and then it was 70 degrees on sunday and it's been fucking incredible <laughs> weather i wore long sleeves on sunday like a fucking asshole i wore a long sleeve t-shirt <laughs> expecting to walk out you know i've been wearing this uniform of like thermal pants fucking you know long sleeve t-shirt extra heavy jacket beanie i didn't even know i had a beanie until this and then i walk out on sunday and uh my wife was like you know what i think we need to take the kids to the playground the playground what are you talking about that thing's under you know <laughs> 20 feet of snow at this point what do you yeah. mean we're going to the playground and then i'm wearing long sleeves like a fucking asshole when it's 76 out unreal it, it reminded us of what the, the rest of the world was going through normal life with a little bit of snow and uh, our, our lives changed forever. And that all happened. And, and we still got them crutes. Hey, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. We made some big hires. We got some big crutes. We got a new on-campus recruiting director. Um, and they uh, were passing out breakfast tacos. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So Taylor Serrell's, um, she was the daughter of a former Texas offensive line coach. She's going to help with on-campus stuff. Um, uh, she's kind of hot. She's kind of not. She she's all right. She's like a she's like she's a Columbus eight, but like an Austin five and a half. Um, so that means she's a surly. She's a surly. She's a surly one. It, uh, we have way less standards than that. I mean, South Austin's mom. I mean, we we we've all been through that. So, uh, we got Glasscock. Uh. I don't even need to know his first name. I mean, his name is Glass. And so he's Derek Chang's replacement, which automatically means he's a fantastic recruiter because there is no way that you can go through your life with the name Glasscock and not just be able to convince people that you're good at something. That is, I mean, you're you're automatically starting at a detriment to yourself with the name Glasscock. So um, Dildo Man, let's hit it. Love it. Um <laughs> And then the biggest the biggest replacement for for recruiting staff is uh, Brian Carrington, the shish man. He's off to USC. But Brandon Harris, who was the former assistant running backs coach or running back analyst or some. I don't know. He had some kind of off field position. He's taken over for Carrington as a director of recruiting. And um, he's also still an assistant quarterbacks coach. So um he's still involved and obviously he was a lsu quarterback north carolina quarterback so he has you know has experience he's going to be able to relate to these kids so um definitely a good hire and good to you know kind of see him you know stay in house and uh he's already making some fucking waves yeah, i mean these guys i guess they they just like came in and then they dropped all this fucking rain on us that we're going to get into later on. This. Oh yeah. I mean, sure. Jesus, they hire like everybody's just a recruiting stud. And then we're like, Oh, what is it like to get really like, awesome recruits? Well, we're going to freaking talk about it. It's yeah. It's been a while. Cause it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, it's basically the anti herb hand who just left from Charlotte to UCF. I mean, just randomly, which is crazy to me. So Gus Malzahn hired at UCF. He Herb Hand was the offensive line coach for Gus Malzahn. That means Gus Malzahn fucking likes this guy. He's easily been the worst hire that Texas has made non-head coaching wise since John Watson, I guess. Just just a terrible. Do you think Gus hire. Malzahn is actually gonna try and win? Or do you think that he's just happy to have like a, a big boy D1 job again? 
I, I could see him being kind of a one and done. Like he goes to UCF, they win their eight games and then I don't know, fucking Ole Miss comes open or, you know, somebody like you that. Think, you think that he'll coach in the SEC again? I, I thought he would have been the perfect fit for Tennessee. I think that's what's crazy. Josh Heupel should have stayed at fucking UCF and, and Gus Melzahn should have gone to Tennessee. It would have been perfect hire. But I don't know. I think it would it shock me if he went to, you know, even like the Big 12, um, you know, take over at eh, probably not an Iowa State uh, if if Campbell left. But if like Kleiman left and he takes over Kansas State, I mean, I don't know. That's probably a step down from UCF. I don't fucking know. Um, he'll get he'll get a shot eventually, uh, maybe somewhere in the SEC East. But I think he I think he's a pretty fucking decent coach. So we'll see. But I, 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 he's yeah, impaired we'll judgment. Harson's got, Harson's got some. I mean, I know that Auburn was disappointed, but Harson better be fucking better than Gus Malzahn. And Gus Malzahn is not a bad coach. No, he's not at all. Um, and yeah, I wonder how Harson's going to stack up, especially recruiting against the the Alabamas and you know even the fucking Aggies. So we've got some baseball games going on against the Mormons. I guess these are we won, we won, we won our first game of the year. One zero, three one, three one. Oh, I missed the fun. I I turned it off to record this, and uh, it was still one zero. The only the only run was a a single run homer, and uh, two out. I saw some really good double plays. Saw some great pitching from both from both sides from both teams. This is a re- really well pitched game. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think David Pierce is a little on the hot seat. So I mean, especially starting out zero and three, uh, now one and three, I guess. But um, you know, he needs to put out a winner here pretty fucking soon. Um, he's gotten some decent recruiting classes, but if you don't put it all together and you know get some College World Series appearances. You're not going to last long, especially when you're living up to, you know, Augie Garrido and what he's put out. Yeah. And, we're, and we already seen, you know, Del Conte's not afraid to make a move. Yeah. Getting rid of people. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you got thrown out of the game. <laughs> 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 so, uh, whatever, whatever that means. Maybe Shaka Smart needs to be thrown out of a fucking game. Maybe Shaka Smart should stop just coaching on the sideline maybe you should just go in the locker room because he can't even he can't even fucking keep his players from fighting and and just mentally imploding it's I, i turned the fucking game off i turned the fucking i was like i'm done i'm done watching this absolute garbage well i'm a masochist and i watched the entire fucking thing and they so they blow a 19 point lead awful like just not even not even close down the stretch was just horrendous it was brutal i think they didn't score a point in the last three three and a half minutes it was unwatchable basketball and then i mean they beat the shit out of tcu like you're supposed to uh they didn't get their game against ou but then you know and then kansas they damn near blew that one too i'm shocked shocked that they came back because i think they were down 14 at half um they come back you know, they at that sometimes they, they were up, they were up, yeah, and like yeah, could have just won the game. Yeah, and then they just make just stupid. bricking threes, just bricking three after three after three after three, and then they had two timeouts with eight seconds left. All they had to do was score one fucking point to win, but instead they didn't call a timeout. They just ran down the fucking court and settled for the worst three I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm shocked that they won. I'm absolutely shocked that they won. And it, I mean, they are the second team to sweep Kansas in a home, home and home since like 2003. 
but are we really feeling good at this point about Texas basketball in fucking general? Because I sure as shit am not. I mean, I, it's a good thing that we're not having many people go to these games because I think uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it would be healthy. I don't know if it would be healthy if Durka went to these oh my games. god just have an aneurysm would, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean he would he would be controlled by his rage and he would he would go shave shaka smart's head with his fingernails or something i've gotten close know? i've gotten very close just uh, like i said i'm gonna mail him some clippers because the hair's starting to get a little fucked up and i mean i think <laughs> i think him and the team's feeling a little pressure at this point i think they're feeling the pressure that they need to win and get a decent seed so they you know can make a decent run otherwise i think shock is fucking toast like we said if he didn't make it out the first weekend he's gone he's got to be oh yeah if he, i if he doesn't make it past the first weekend he's uh, he's got to be out i mean this they're is the not best put- this is the best from a talent perspective this team is unreal right i he's mean the, the the way they were playing early it was like he's got, he's made them worse. Yeah, it's yeah, it's they've gotten worse as they've gone along, and that ties right back to coaching. I mean, talent overtook them, and then now he's getting out coached at every fucking possible turn. And basically, every Big Twelve coach is better than Shaka Smart, and it's showing up now. And it's super unfortunate. Well, Bill Self isn't because he just lost. He just lost at home in the home sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bill Self. You cheating fucking piece of shit. Hey, unless you want to come to Texas, and then I'll trade you for shock. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you're you're always welcome here. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so transfer portal uh, been pretty silent. Um, yeah, a silent. lot of other excitement, but transfer portal pretty uh, pretty silent there. Yeah, they got um, two kid, two linebackers from Alabama that were Washington leans at some point um, that we've been talking to. Don't even ask me their names. I can't even keep up with it at this point. There's so much other, you know, high school recruiting going on, but uh, we'll see. Uh, like I said, I think after the spring game, um, I think the portal is going to heat up both ingoing and outgoing um, from Texas and to Texas. So we'll see. Uh, there's definitely positions of need that I think need to be filled. And I think we have three or four scholarships left. So they got to fill them somehow. Let's talk about some crews. Something happy. 2022. Level one fun, baby. Level one fun. Level one, yeah. Le- type one. Type one, one fun. One. There it is. Type this one is, fun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tom Herman, Tom Herman was uh, type like, three. Definitely type two or type three fun, for sure. Yeah. Last year but, was uh, type three fun, for sure. Man. Type four. Type four. All gas, no brakes. Let's go. I mean, we got our quarterback. Finally, Malik Murphy. Come on down, baby. Hey, you know what? Junipero Serra. Do you know who was a quarterback at Junipero Serra? No. Tom Brady. I'm not saying <laughs> comparison. Not Are you serious? Comparison. Yeah, Tom Brady, Junipero Serra. Same as Malik Murphy. I think oh, Malik man. Murphy might be a little more athletic than Tom Brady has ever been in his entire fucking life. Including now, yeah. But, you know, I'm just going to put that comparison out just out into the ether and let the listeners do what they want with it. This could be because I'm super stunned, but um, in the recruiting recruiting thread, do you, do you, which recruit 
was talking shit to Cam Newton at the Cam Newton. Camp. Oh my god, I have no idea. I don't that kid needs like to him. never that that kid needs to just be blackballed from from ass. all of recruiting. He is paying to go to that camp probably, and you're gonna shit talk an athlete that will make more than you will ever make, ever. There's no way unless you're Jeff fucking Bezos. I mean, Cam Newton has to have made what sixty fucking million dollars. Not including what he made at Auburn. I mean, he made he made he probably cleared a mill at Auburn alone. I mean, so I think he he said that he has spent four million dollars on outfits that he's only worn one time. One time. One time. I've worn this. Exactly that's how rich he is. That's how rich, and that's not, and he's got lots more money. So, I'm like, this stuff. kid needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've worn this exact shirt one time a week for since i bought it at least three four years ago it, it, one time and you're just gonna toss an outfit and i've seen those it looked like some kind of fucking batman villain like he looks just like a serial killer it's crazy he looks like willy wonka like took just a <laughs> it's crazy yeah and you're gonna talk shit to that guy who's hosting you at his camp yeah yeah, at his hand, paying him to be there for. Yeah. Anyway, either way, I don't think it's any of our guys that that we're recruiting. So we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good but shit. Malik Murphy, huge guy. He's still a five star. Twenty four seven just updated their rankings. I'm sure we'll hit on that here in a little bit. But huge dude. He's like six five. He's a fucking howitzer for an arm. Um, he was he was dropping dimes at that uh, seven on seven tournament in Vegas. And, uh, I mean, he was throwing just 70 yard bombs and warmups for fun. Um, so I'm super excited about it. Um, I expected him to commit, uh, like we said in the last podcast a couple weeks back, cause it was going to be his birthday. He still has never even been to Austin. So I think he's supposed to come to Austin this weekend. Um, but I think it's just de- definitely a train starter. And, and like we talked in the last podcast, you know, getting those recruits out West, uh, that's not going to be a bad thing for us. That's for fucking sure. Nice. And then we have a, a, a WTF moment. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that same weekend, uh, Travell Johnson, he commits, linebacker, looks like a stud. But the what WTF moment, it's it's a TikTok star, buddy. We got a TikTok star. This guy has a million TikTok followers. Still haven't really figured out what a TikTok is. But second I do, I'm going to be really impressed. But what I am impressed with is this guy's film. Evan Stewart, he's going to be a five-star receiver. Holy shit. He has wheels for days. Every single play you look on his huddle, he is just catching it at the line of scrimmage and taking it to the fucking house. It is crazy. And, you know, this is a this is a kid that I think even in the last podcast we talked about, he's going to want his moment. He's going to want, you know, when all the eyes are on him, he's going to want to take a look at it and, you know, really kind of put his stamp on, oh, this is my recruitment and, you know, make a video. Nope. It was midnight. It was midnight on like a Tuesday. I can't even remember what day it is. It must have been Thursday of the ice storm. Midnight on a Thursday, and he just drops a recruitment at 12.01 p.m. or a.m. Hey, <laughs> dark after just trolling, dark. Just trolling. He, he even dropped a Sark After Dark reference. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> he threw the Sark After Dark out? I think so. I think so. If not, oh, shit. He comes to Surly. Hey, dude, you can't. You, you have to, when you're in school and playing, you, you cannot read the board. Don't no, read the. No. You can read your thread. Yeah, don't come to the board. Read your thread after you graduate. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's 
you're probably not going to like it. I guarantee um, you will love you, you know, at some points and then some points probably not, but yeah, yeah there's going to be, there's going to be a thread with your name and should starts after it. <laughs> um, you can read the first page of that thread and then, and then not read the rest of the thread, which depending on your career at Texas could be the one page, or it could be several hundred pages. Like our friend, Sam Ellinger, who yeah. just won Jason Witten Collegiate Man of the Year. Congratulations, Sam. That Good is due to the year award. Badass. Come on the podcast and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will not use our potty mouths. I promise that we will only say fuck half as much. That's still a lot, but you know what? Fuck it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, big congratulations to Sam. But, you know, one of the things that Sam was missing was a consistent guy to throw it to for all four years. If we have a guy that starts as a freshman and plays four really sick years of wide receiver, could be a 100-page thread. Just yeah, saying. Easily could be. I mean, yeah. Imagine if we actually utilize receivers correctly and our entire offensive scheme correctly, you know, under Tom Herman, what Sam Ellinger's career could have looked like. Because uh, he was misused like every single person. And I'm looking at you, B. John Robinson, who's a future Heisman winner and future first round draft pick. Uh, it's let's not bring up bad memories. Uh, I guess we get out of one. Uh, OK, so Landon Hullaby, I'm still not understanding this. Landon Hullaby, um, safety, his brother's on the team. He commits out of nowhere with every single 995 or crystal balls him to to texas just woke up one morning and decided you know what hashtag shock the world i'm just gonna commit to oregon the fuck nobody saw that coming i didn't know he was offered by oregon i don't know he's offered by anybody else but he just decided you know what i'm just gonna go to oregon i don't know if it's a bag getting dropped but either way um wish him the best uh, but we got some bigger safety talent on the board that is Fitting to commit, uh, and I can't wait. I mean, we have a bunch of guys, you know, that are kind of heavily leaning towards Texas at this point. Um, let's go through them. Let's hit it. Let's let's start with the safeties. So we got Bryce Anderson, uh, decommitted from LSU. Uh, Malik Murphy just tweeted out, "Hey guys, watch for April 9th. Yeah, four nine. What's yeah. four nine? If anybody wants to know what four nine is, that's Bryce Anderson's birthday. Heavy lean to Texas. Can't imagine it going any other way." Um, my guess, birth, birthday commitment coming in hot. And now, probably the biggest news of this week at this point is B.J. Allen um, or Brian Allen Jr. Um, looking extremely good. So it went from uh, OU lean, fuck those guys, to now he's he's going to be announcing a week from when we're recording this podcast. Um, and it basically is just nothing but Texas. There's no way he's not committing to Texas. Unless all the 995ers are just extremely, extremely wrong, which they are prone to be, Landon Hullaby. But um, yeah, looking extremely good there. I, I think Monday we're going to get some damn good news. Um, we got uh, Chris Ross as well. Um, the North Shore defensive tackle, Bo Davis, is putting in some work. Um, originally, he was going to commit, I don't know, fucking last week. I can't even remember at this point. But he's announcing on his... Um, father's birthday now i believe um march 23rd so be looking for that still looks good brian carrington's been trying to fuck that up for us so um it's between texas and usc i think everybody still feels good about texas at this point 
Um, then we got some of our war daddies. We got some of the big offensive linemen. We got Kelvin Banks can drop at any time. We got Devin Campbell can drop at any time. Both heavy Texas leans at this point. Um, and then we got the uh, the big old kid, the big old dude from Westlake um, that blocked for Club Clubnick, um, Connor Robertson. Um, he looks like he grew up a Longhorn fan. I can't imagine that he's leaning anywhere else besides Texas. So this is shape. What do we have? So far, right? There's no signing game for 2022 for those who are just now getting into recruiting, right? They can't sign until December of next year, um, but they can commit. And so this is a verbal commit, which means that they are for sure coming here unless something really bad happens. So, Or they have a girlfriend go somewhere else, Billy Bowman. <laughs> yeah. So undefeated. Based on that, this class is outrageous already starting it's starting yeah talk let's talk about the 24 7 the ratings the rankings that just came out we have the number one running back in the country Jaden blue just got bumped up number one rated running back um we have heavy lean like we just talked about kelvin banks he's a five-star malik murphy he's a five-star devin campbell he's a five-star you're talking about four five-stars that I think could be committed before May. And then that's not even counting Denver Harris, who just dropped a top four with Texas in it. That's your fifth five-star. I I cannot tell you the last time. All gas, no breaks. Yeah. All gas, no breaks. And and if we don't land these guys, well, we've got a, a while to go and some scholarships to give out. And they haven't even seen us play football yet, baby. And if and if we're, I mean, if you're really talking about, you know, all gas, no breaks on the field too, which I see it coming. Um, I mean, you, there are going to be kids that you didn't expect to pop off that are going to be popping off. And it, I, it's, it's a, it's a top five class floor for me at this point and anything less, I'll be pretty fucking disappointed. Um, I think they can get up to number three, even, uh, it's, it's going to be wild to watch. And for the first time in a long time, recruiting is fun again. Recruiting is so fun. The recruiting board's great. I love how everybody's punting people back out to the football boards and and now the fo- <laughs> it's, it's 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 surly and the, and the community is always right whenever the football and recruiting boards are adversarial. Absolutely. Um, like, but then in the season they unite. Um, it was really shitty to have everyone united all season and all the time because they were all just united about. Wanting to hate, fire Tom Herman, just hate of Tom Herman, just yeah. just yeah. despising so Tom. Now Herman. it's like they hate each other, and all is right in the world. The yeah. hate makes the love strong. <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to be looking good. I think uh, I think I'm a Mac and myself are going to be putting out some uh, 2022 class predictions in the next week or two, um, as well as some you know some spring practice stuff going to be starting to kick off. You know, we'll look at some position battles. You know, Casey Thompson versus Hudson Card is going to be a big topic that everybody's going to be hitting on. So uh, there are a lot of other positions up for grabs as well. So we got a lot of good stuff coming up for sure. On the, on the media day after the the Jason Witten uh, Collegiate Man of the Year award for Sam, uh, they they were trying to bait him into choosing who he thought was going to be the starting quarterback. <laughs> they just asking him all these fucking leading questions and stuff. And Sam Sam did a good job answering, dancing around, and making it about Sam. Um, so good for him, but he wouldn't choose. He wouldn't choose. They were like, Oh, what do you think? Uh, Hudson or Casey? And he was like, Oh, you know, 
May the like, best man win. <laughs> yeah, I made, you know, the great foundation, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I left Westlake. They won back-to-back championships. He's like, I'm going to leave here. They're going to win back-to-back championships. God, I fucking hope so. <laughs> the only the only thing better he could have done in that interview is been like, we're back. <laughs> oh, God, hit it again. Yeah, hope they need to, when Sark eventually hopes, holds that trophy, they got to let him come back and, and, and do the we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so we have a topic that we need to revisit and it is your recruitment and and what what are you thinking from a commitment perspective of course everybody that doesn't know this is the only place that he will be interviewed no questions no questions asked guys so um super super important commitment you know the ice storm really kind of delayed things um, a couple Packers fans showed up at my doorstep. They dropped a couple bags, same with a couple Saints fans. So you, my Venmo stays open at RGB III. Just saying, if you're a fan of this, these teams that want to pay for my next dry fit, holler at me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I'm not ready to commit at this point. I'm going to narrow my list from a top five to a top three. Um, just so everybody knows, I posted in the uh, podcast thread. But um, I didn't end up burning any of my Texans gear. I ended up using it to wrap my spigots and um, basically de-ice my house instead. Um, actually, one of a couple of those shirts completely froze over, and I had to cut them open with a, with a fucking hatchet to get off my spigots and wrap it uh, wrap it with another towel. But I'm officially cutting my list down to three. And next week, I'll be officially announcing my commitment, unless anybody else drops another bag. So. Uh, or 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 another ice storm <laughs> or there's another ice storm and if that happens we're probably not going to be here next week folks we're just going to call it we're just going to yeah me and i'm and are just going to fly to fly to cancun and just call it a fucking day we're going to pull a ted cruz and just fucking margaritaville our bitch ass over there <laughs> yeah turn off the water so if you do this open a faucet turn off the water at the street and just fucking just go it's roll baby just roll on <laughs> But I, my official top three RGB3 commitment for the NFL. Number one, we're going Saints, New Orleans. Yeah, who that? Who that? Yeah, you had to. You who had that? to. There's no way. No. Bourbon Street and just New Orleans. You couldn't. You could not have them in your top three. Shout out Drago's. Drago's is my favorite restaurant in the entire world. Their char grilled oysters, fantastic. Nuts. Um, just the best place on earth. Um, so Saints on the list. Next one, sticking with did the you, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you did you hear that uh, Crystal Connie was trying to get another uh, home game scheduled at LSU in the near term? Because I did of the not. Last year that happened on Twitter. Ah. So I'm super excited. If we do that, right, we'll Makes have a we'll have a Surly Horns party at Dragos. Hell yes! I mean, that I mean we'll, we'll bust people into the yeah. The, I mean, and you know what sucks? We would have beat the ever-loving tar. Yeah, it would have been fucking bad this year. <laughs> we would have wrecked them. Even with Tom Herman, we would have absolutely destroyed them. It, it, that's so frustrating. After that, the most frustrating game I've seen in a long fucking time, especially I had I had, a, I had an LSU buddy over. I smoked a brisket. We're all watching the game. And, you know, he's getting there, to, you know, sit there, talk shit. I'm thinking like, come on. Like, at least I get my turn next year. And then COVID. Eh, fuckers. Anyway, so next spot. So, right. 
I'm sticking with the destination cities. Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, we talked about Vegas it. Vegas Raiders. Vegas Raiders are still up there. You know the the you know the black and silver, the uh, the just the strip itself. I'm dying for another Vegas trip. I mean, it has been at this point two or three years for me. I'm dying to get back up to Vegas. So they got to make the top three. Then the last one for my wife, the Cowboys. They're still on the list. Um, I don't want to do it. America. I don't want to do. I don't want to do it, America. But they're right up the road. Don't have to buy the NFL ticket. Like I said, I used to be a yeah, Cowboys. I mean, you and your wife can share clothes. So, <laughs> but you wear your wife's jerseys. Yep, that's true. Yeah, these titties would still fit in. So, <laughs> I'm like a C cup. If we have any more ice storms where I just eat just a whole fucking box of Cheez Its, I'm probably going to be a D cup. So, I might need to, I might need to size up. But other than that, that's so fucking funny. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's RGB3's top three. Look for that commitment. Hopefully, next week we'll see. Has, hashtag respect his decision. Yeah. Hashtag all glory to God. Hashtag respect my decision. Hashtag no interviews, please. Hashtag shock the world. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, as one of the last things that we'll talk about is would you rather live a month without power or a month without water? Can I swallow a bullet instead? <laughs> is that too dark? <laughs> that was fun. I went 30 hours. Without power, that's the only 30 hours without power that I ever want to experience for the rest of my life. Uh, luckily, we, we weren't without water. Um, I've been without water before. You know, I've gone to hunting camps and I've, you know, I've gone to things where you just don't have water. You got to boil it. You got to do whatever. It fucking sucks. But not having power, not being able to charge your phone, not being able to have Wi-Fi, not being able to warm your house. My daughter, my youngest daughter, she slept in our closet. We just like piled a bunch of shirts and shit around her. So we tried to insulate her pack and play as much as we possibly could because it was 38 degrees in my house. It was unbearably cold. It was so fucking cold. I could not stand it. I There, were, there was no amount of layers that I could keep adding at that point. There's no way I could live without power for a month. I'd, I would absolutely lose my fucking shit. No way. I, I would go, I could, I could live without water for sure. Power. Is just just call. Yeah. How long could you live without call? <laughs> yeah. I could just fucking, yeah. I don't need any water. I, I already planned it, man. I was going to drink Mountain Dew for seven days. <laughs> my piss was going to be not championship levels of hydration. Looks like you're a bad guy. Just look like a fucking cup of olive oil. Just the consistency is <laughs> <laughs> you take a piss in the urinal it just bounces back at you it's just a solid at that point oh man uh, oh. did we ever did anybody ever count the number of mountain dew things in that super bowl commercial <laughs> i had no idea i'm gonna look that up so um mountain dew bottles in super bowl commercial okay while we're looking that up because i have really slow internet i'm kidding it's already pulled up but uh, on to the next topic of Super Bowl ads and uh, Bruce, Springsteen, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen getting a DWI, right getting after. all the Super Bowl ads, like right after. Right after. They're like, you can't drive a car, bro. you <laughs> fucking drunk. So they pull those ads and then <clears throat> fucking Tiger Woods. Oh, man. Brutal. Apparently he was not drunk. Um, That's what it looked to- like. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you yeah. know. 
pray for a speedy recovery and you know I, I i hope so and i hope he plays again i mean especially if this is like if this is the way he goes out you know after all that fucking turbulent shit he's gone through i mean that's a brutal way to go but i don't know if he was speeding i know he had his seatbelt on airbags deployed and all that kind of shit but still rough that's yeah that's pretty that's pretty bad so um I think I think he'll be all right. Um, the, you know, he'll play golf. He'll never. I don't think he'll ever win another tournament. Or you know, he'll win like you know. He should play in a Masters after he recovers. Just just play your way out of of the Masters. And go out right, doing your best, which is going to be pretty horrible. And then just go play the Senior Tour. Yeah. Or just go like live with your billions of dollars and just fuck. Or just play the Master every year, right? Once you. He could just he can just play the master every year, right? Yeah, that, that, yeah just he's got the, the uh, exemption. Do the par three. Hell, you know, people pay to see that shit. And I mean, still, I mean, even if he has to retire, I don't know what his net worth is, but it, it can't be less than a billion dollars. I mean, what, dude, for- but what if I mean, no, seriously, what if you just played the master? This maybe this is what you should do. He should just only practice at Augusta the entire year. <laughs> just be excellent at it. Just <laughs> just be excellent. Uh and and then just crush it for his last one and then just peace out. <laughs> just call it. Uh okay, so how many how many were there? There were um I still can't find it. It's all right. Nobody knows how many Mountain Dews there were. Nobody won the million dollars. Man, you can be the first one to do it. Do it live on the podcast. Just drop it to Mountain Dew. I don't uh, I don't know what I'd do if I um won the lottery, but I Probably you know, know we were locked away at home and we, we started watching my lottery dream home. <laughs> it's a bad decision. Just it's horrible. But it's I'm like, man, this is that, that'd be weird. That's one of those things. I, I do that scenario in my head basically a billion times a day. Any, anytime I see that when the the Powerball's over like five hundred million, I think to myself, like, man, what would be the first thing I do with you know five hundred million dollars and buy a Generac? Yeah, uh, buy. A- <laughs> Yeah, buy a bunch of mezcal and but I mean really and then I just don't ever buy a, a Powerboy Powerball ticket. So it's just like I just have all these fancy dreams and just keep my money in my pocket instead of wasting it on a bunch of Powerball tickets. So you know, who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll stumble into some Willy Wonka type shit where I just find a Powerball ticket on the street worth five hundred million dollars. But until that day, keep the dreams alive. Oh man. All right. Well, did you have anything else? No. Up your back at bag of trick of sleeves i ain't got nothing no really I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the uh, recruiting class pays out in the next you know month or so um looks like we're gonna by the next time we're recording i think we'll have at least one maybe two or three commits um i think this weekend could be pretty fucking big and then we're getting straight into the uh, spring practice i'm um, gonna be talking about a lot of position battles got to make sure you know we're, we're covering that in full and i'm sure there's a lot of other crazy shit that's going to be happening in basketball and baseball so um, stay tuned. Thank you all for listening. And uh, I'm just glad that everybody out there, hopefully at this point, has power, has water. Um, hopefully we provide at least a little bit of distraction in some of this shit uh, that everybody's been dealing with. Yeah. And if you need if you need any help, um, don't hesitate to DM or PM or whatever you want to call it. Uh, me directly if you don't want to post it and and we'll just get you the help you need anywhere we've got people all over texas um that are willing to help you know we've got people that are plumbers we've got people that know plumbers we have electricians we've got we got all that so um don't hesitate to hit us up if you need anything um don't pm us dick pics though 
<laughs> I yeah, I will fucking ban your ass I, 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 after I forward them to the authorities because and we'll post them on pics. a thread, just just a thread of dick pics from surly users. <laughs> oh man, I I don't I don't want that. Nobody start a dick pic thread, please. Nobody <laughs> nobody start a dick pic thread. The only the only dick pics that are allowed are like semi shafts that are inserted into. <laughs> the orifices of other humans uh you should specify a little more than that but we should leave off there <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay well all gas no brakes hook them hook them <laughs>